the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, welcome back into the Bruce Hooley Show. I was just wrapping up a little Facebook fight there. You know, um, I was talking about how miscarriage care is legal now. It was legal under the heartbeat law and will be legal even if issue one isn't approved and is rejected by Ohio voters. And someone said, well, yeah, except that the exact same procedures are used for both spontaneous abortions and miscarriages and abortions. Um, so, again, you've probably heard that one a lot. It's another straw man argument. So. Uh, bill coding codes for miscarriages in ectopic pregnancies, right? Um, that is a billing code issue for insurance and internal communications. They're trying to use that as a reason to say um, th- that that miscarriages are are not legal for this, but also for that. And so Dr. Michael Parker, he already addressed this on the town hall in Ohio issue one last week. You can get over to 98.9 FM, the answer, and you can pull down that information. There's actually a podcast specific to Dr. Michael Parker and even listen to the Q&A stuff. But uh, uh, Megan, Megan Widener, uh, good question. Straw man argument. So um, take it back. Take it back home. Okay, um, what's let's see. We've got uh, open line Friday. We, we've had some call-ins, and uh, great to talk to <clears throat> State Senator Teresa Gavarone. And right now, we have a friend of the show, Lad from Delaware. Lad, welcome back to the Bruce Woolley Show. How are you today? I'm sorry. I'm doing great, Jack. How are you? Super Happy fantastic. Friday. Happy Friday. Good to have you, man. Um, so, you know, I already ran through Week 9, Browns, Cardinals, uh, Buckeyes, and uh, the Fighting Shianos. Anything you want to add there, or you want to jump right into some – School board race stuff, I bet. You know, the school board races uh, are a lot more fun to talk about this week. I, I just I just can't with the Browns. I, I just can't. <laughs> Man, I know. It's great. I got my Sundays back. Um, so let's, <laughs> let's talk about the school board races, man. Um, real quick, it, it, I'm going to say this, and then I'll shut up and, and let you roll. But uh, I don't live in Delaware County anymore, but my daughter is still in Olentangy Local School District in that's a, a story for another day. Uh, but I just want to let parents know who are listening in the Olentangy local school district, that race for school board, there's only one candidate. That's Ben Weber. All the others, even those that are supported by past board members uh, and, quote, Republicans, they are the folks who are loyal to the cause that has earned Olentangy local school district the moniker, one of the most woke school districts in Ohio. So Ben Weber's your guy there. All right, lad, your turn. No, no doubt, Jack. And thank you for shining the light of truth on all these board races and issue one, um, just like you did during COVID. Man, we, we really appreciate it out there. Absolutely, man. Uh, you know, with Ben, I would just add vote for Ben and only Ben. You know, just um, if you're a conservative in Olentangy and you've got a couple of brain cells to rub together, just vote for that guy and nobody else. Amen. Um, 
What I'm seeing in the school board races is they're, they're winding down. Mm-hmm. Um, the leftists and the Democrats and the teachers union people who have, think they own the bo- school boards of education, they're panicking. And we can see this by the fact that they're parroting conservative talking points. They're yep. fighting dirty. Yep. They're lying. And there's, there's desperation in what they're doing. I mean, suddenly uh, trades and school safety and academic excellence and parents' rights are coming out in mailers from people who haven't uttered them in four years. Um, It's just unbelievable. And then there's the outright lies. Uh, One of the incumbents in Big Walnut, um, Steve Fuji, he sent a pretty desperate-looking last-minute mailer out saying that he closely managed the building of the new $100 million high school. That was on time and on budget. So th- there's three things false in that short statement. Okay. He didn't manage it. It wasn't on time, and it wasn't on budget. It's transient, lad. It's transient. We're building back better long-term. It's transient. It's true in the long-term. <laughs> <laughs> we, just all, we just all shook our heads at that because they had to pull money from the sports facilities <clears throat> to um, cover the cost overruns. The the floors were dirty for months. There were science labs at the high school that weren't equipped properly, so much so that that science teachers quit and went to other school districts. We're still fixing these problems in Big Walnut. But this guy says, hey, you know, I I watched it closely and it was beautiful and perfect. We're like, you gotta be kidding me. And then there's there's desperation in the air. There's a there's a lady in in Delaware City Schools running on the um, she's running on the LGBTQ plus ampersand platform. Yeah, I she's saw her ad. People out. <laughs> she, she's uh, she's calling everybody hate speech mongers and um, saying there's threats to her family. And the best I can see is Heather uh, Rodeberg or whatever her name is. She just argues with every everyone. Um, she jumped all over a city council candidate who included her sign in an advertisement trying to say that the city council member was bipartisan. Like, look, I've got all the yard signs with me. And she went ballistic. Um, I, I mean, who complains about free advertising in a non-attack ma- uh, ad? It, it's just it's constant confrontation to her imagined slights based on her grievance category, which is the LGBTQ agenda. And uh, somehow you know, this is supposed to help student learning. And um, her, her primary her other platform point is ensuring the emotional safety of students, which I think is just icky. You well, know? And, and I want to point out real quick, and, and we may keep you on the other side of this break because I know you have some stuff to go through, I think. And, and, but, but I want to point out the tub thumping, uh, and I'm going to make a parallel here. So when Jim Jordan was running for Speaker of the U.S. House, some Republicans that weren't going to support him – uh, you know, throughout the the red herring arguments, like, hey, we, uh, our staff got uh, they, they they were threatened and they uh, okay, so that's that's a federal crime. Uh, there weren't any arrests, so you know the, that's tub thumping. That's that's people loudly expressing their opinions that are not facts to try to discourage somebody else. In this case, well, Jim Jordan and his people are bad. They gave death. Well, where are the arrests? If there were threats, if they were death threats, that's illegal. Where, where are the arrests? And and here, look, if somebody is threatening her life, it's wrong, period, hard stop. I would guess, though, if I were a betting man and I'm not, that's, that's tub thumping. 
She said, well, I'm getting these threats. And I'm okay. Is anybody arrested? Where are they? Where are the people? Call them out. I mean, you're a person who calls everybody out. Where are these people? Anyway, go ahead. We, we can't find any substantiation of, of any of this um, threats or even nasty language. She, she's kind of all over social media all the time talking about everything. And I mean, that's just how some of these leftists are running their campaign. They're running it from a keyboard. Um, they do a lot of Facebook stuff, but they, they're too lazy to go around and knock on doors. Um, but just to go into a couple of the races individually, Diane Jones in Westerville, vote for her, just her in Westerville. Um, she's had a real surge of support in the last month or two, and they're knocking on a lot of doors. Um, once they realized that she was for getting back to academics, they came out of the woodwork to help her knock on doors. Gotcha. Westerville's hungry for somebody that's sane down there. Okay. Westerville, Diana Jensen. Hey, real quick, you, you mentioned Big Walnut and Steve Fuji being a no. Who's a yes there in your mind? Zach Duffy and Brandon Hogue. Okay. They're awesome. Okay. Trades and taxes. Okay. Trades and taxes and academics. Um, it, I mean, they they are focusing on what's important so much that the other side is is just copying and pasting their talking points. Todd Smith, who's also running, he's an incumbent. He's very he's very much okay with little boys going into little girls' restrooms and and playing on their sports teams. He said it. It's on his website. There's really no getting around it. And when our when those candidates are knocking on doors, that's all they have to say. And people say, that's all you needed to say. I don't need any more. Yep. You know that. Yep. Who else you got? So, Will Wright and Troy Jeffrey, Buckeye Valley, endorsed by the National School Board Leadership Council and the Buckeye Valley for Kids organization, um, who sent out a mailer on their behalf. These guys are rock-solid conservatives. They know the education world up, up one side and down the next. Um, they're going to continue the good work Donald Dickey has started up there. And then my favorites, uh, Janelle Gassaway and Emmett Jarvis over in Delaware City Schools. I mean, if you got to knock out, um, <clears throat> figuratively speaking, of course, zero COVID Ted Backus, um, who, you know, kept masks on kids and kept, kept kids learning remotely um, longer than anybody other than Columbus. And um, there's just too much wokeness in Delaware City for that to continue. And Janelle and Emmett are, you know, really a stone wall against that woke agenda up there. And, and they know it and they hate it. So uh, I'm talking with Lad Dilgard. Um, he's uh, ed er, editor founder of uh, BW Strategy Pack, and uh, he's going to weigh in on some more school board races, give us his opinion uh, on the other side of this break. Lad, can you stick for the, the next segment? Sure, Jack. Thank you. Yep, you're welcome. Hey, stay tuned to 98.9 FM, The Answer, The Bruce Hooley Show. I'm Jack Windsor, Editor-in-Chief of the Ohio Press Network, filling in for Bruce Hooley. Uh, we'll wrap up the show talking school board races next. Rounding third, heading home on this Friday, November 3rd, The Bruce Hooley Show. Jack Windsor filling in for The Bruce Hooley on 98.9 FM, The Answer. I'm joined on the phone line by Lad from Delaware, uh, friend of the show, frequent caller. Hey, Lad, um, real quick, before we jump into the other board races, we got a phone call. 
while we were on break. Uh, this is Pat who says he's calling from Michigan. Uh, he's from Michigan, driving through Ohio, heard the show, and wanted to give uh, a little bit of input, about a minute here, on how to help school boards uh, turn conservative. So uh, let's let's turn it over to him for a minute, and then uh, and then we'll go back to the school boards and maybe add some commentary on what he provides. Pat, welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show. How are you today? Hey, I'm well, Jack. Thank you. You're welcome. So real quick, a buddy of mine, and he's a business partner, owns WCHY Radio in in northern Michigan, Sheboygan, Michigan. We took and flipped a whole school board in Onaway, Michigan, from woke BS to conservative to the point that they are they are engaged with Hillsdale College and put a classical liberal arts academy in that in that school district, which will turn everything on its head. And if your parents get engaged and they start getting together and calling out these people using your radio station as a as a sounding board and getting it out there you guys can do something you need to change these school boards they are taking our kids away from our parents and if we don't stand up they're going to run 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 hey pat uh thank you for the phone call uh you're breaking up there a little bit but uh the meat of what you said we got parents need to band together be engaged call out the woke stuff and use Outlets like this station, the show, the Ohio Press Network, the Ohio Star, uh, others to be sounding boards and, and to get the word out. Lad, uh, how do you respond to that? That is just uh, a great story. Appreciate that, Pat. And I've seen this myself, and I'm a part of it, of course, but there's a lot of momentum from, from parents. And um, we are tired of a certain cadre of people just believing that school boards are their birthright because they're a leftist or a teacher's union person or a bureaucrat or something like that. And these parents all over the place are, are getting involved and in figuring out how to win. You you mentioned BW Strategy Pack. We set that up a year and a half ago. You were a guest speaker at, at a couple of our fundraisers. We really appreciate that. Yes. And we, we raised some money. We sent out some mailers. We gave out some contributions to a few candidates, and the left had a fit. They're, they still had a fit, or they're still having a fit. Yep. And they've said that this money is coming from Carl Rove and the Koch brothers and, you know, out of the district. It's all just parents and people around here. You know, heck, uh, you know, state representatives and state senators gave money to this, this pack. So they're mad that they didn't think of that on their own. They're going to try to do it themselves. But, you know, it's just an example of a couple hundred motivated parents getting together like Pat and saying, we've had enough of this garbage. Well, and I want to two quick points on that. Oftentimes, the left and the progressives will accuse others of doing what they're doing. We shined the light on Educate Ohio Action Fund this week, which to me is a proxy for the Ohio Education Association. They've uh, received $150,000. They're running over 100 ads on Facebook. And in the ads, they're calling people who want education excellence and parent parental involvement. They're calling them extremists and seeing that they're bankrolled by special interests. Well, Educate Ohio is, guess what? Spe- <laughs> they're bankrolled by special interests. And, Lad, I want to play this for you because I think this represents the cadre that parents are tired of. Give me one second. Thank you. The biggest and first bully they encounter is their own parents. And how can kids be safe when their parents are the bullies that indoctrinate kids? 
So there's Sam Shim, former board member, Worthington Schools. We need to protect kids from their parents because the parents are the original bullies. That's the cadre you're talking about, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, there are – I think I sent you one today. There's a, there's a Twitter site dedicated to extreme – right-wing conservative school board candidates, like let's accumulate a a list of them. You know, what is extreme about wanting a trades program or keeping, uh, you know, making academics um, a top priority? I don't don't understand this. I mean, if if you ask me, the extremes are people who want a 14-year-old boy to be able to go into a 13-year-old girl's locker room. That's extreme. It's also extreme to me to be for for, for a teacher to approach a 14 year old girl who may may have a tomboyish look and say, hey, are you having thoughts about maybe being a separate gender? Do you want us to start calling you a boy boy name and and go two months down the road? Never inform parents, never inform parents that she's having panic attacks to the point that she has to leave the classroom. And then the parents finally get notified when she's suicidal. That's extreme. We wrote about that, by the way. So, Lad, you've, you've weighed on OLSD, Big Walnut, Delaware, Westerville. Uh, Buckeye Valley, Grove City, City of Delaware. Um, what else you got? But I, if I cut off your last thought, uh, continue with that. I'm sorry. Um, I, I was just going to say, um, it, we're when the other side is putting together your own talking points, they're they're in big trouble. Yep. And um, when they're they're when they're complaining about money outside the district or hate speech um, or anything like that. I think the momentum is on our side. I, I can't obviously guarantee any any wins, but we feel good about the effort we made <clears throat> here in Big Walnut. We've knocked on over 6,000 doors of Republican voters. This is a group of, I'm not going to say how many people are in it, but it's not that big. It's not hundreds of people. And they've just went out. They just went out, knocked on doors, talked to people, got votes, uh, planted signs, and um, these are highly motivated folks, and it's got the establishment, uh, you know, school district people in, in up in arms, the, the people who feel like they own the school district. And, Lad, you know, sometimes the things that are most obvious we overlook, and I, and I overlooked a, a real obvious one. Bruce Hooley is running for Jonathan Alder School Board. There's a guy that needs to be on the radar. There's a guy that listeners need to take note of and uh, check the box for or pull the lever for. Bruce Hooley uh, in Jonathan Alder School District. I did not know that, and that's, that's outstanding. What a great addition he would be to a great school district. Amen. Amen. What else you got today, lad? Well, I mean, that's, that's good on, this, on the school boards, but I, I did really appreciate that article on Educate Ohio and um, – you know, I think uh, the Browns might have a victory this weekend. I don't know why they got rid of DPJ and uh, can't seem to find a decent quarterback, but maybe that's for another day. I, I also liked you bringing up Matt Dolan's ownership of the Cleveland Indians um, as, a, as kind of a, a mark against him. Um, but Bernie was 100% on target when he said this would be like Mitt Romney the second. And I hope people realize that despite Dolan's um, ads and, and trying to be a conservative. But I'll, I'll never forgive him, his family, for changing the name after 106 years of the Cleveland Indians. I think that was given into the woke 
movement on steroids. Well, and quickly, we've got about 45 seconds, but I'd be remiss if I didn't add this. When I interviewed Matt Dolan, because he was running for U.S. Senate in 2022, and we did a ton of work in that race uh, reporting, and he said, you know, my parents went out to Arizona and met with Indian tribes, and what they said was they weren't offended by the name Indians, but they felt like it just didn't specifically represent a particular tribe. And my and my question was, well, then why didn't you call them the Iroquois or the Wyandot or or whatever? Why did you Why did you take away the entire tribute to Native American history? That'll never I'll never be okay with that, lad. Hey, uh, thanks for joining us today, man. Let's do it again next Friday, okay? Thanks, Jack. I appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Hey, you too, lad. And uh, I appreciate you for listening today. Uh, we had a heck of a show, didn't we? Uh, thank you, Bernie Marino, for joining us today. He's a GOP uh, candidate for U.S. Senate. Ohio Senator Teresa Gavaro, and of course, weighed in on Ohio Issue 1. Uh, strong no on that. No, no, November. And uh, Lad, of course, our friend in Delaware, who's all over the school board races. Thank you for all of your input today. Go Bucks. Go Browns, go God, and uh, I'll talk to you on Monday on 98.9 FM, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.